Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Ah, uh, well, it's another day in Trump land. And another Friday has come and the show ran late, so now I have to do it today. You know, but at least healthcare was delayed for at least one more day. I can only imagine what the vote of today would be like, but, you know, it just it's getting out of hand, man. I mean, of course, there's other things that are going wrong, too. I mean, how are you going to say that you're trying to make the inner cities and make things better for people in America when you're going to cut things that are essential for American life? Or, you know what, not even American life, you know, just life in general. People didn't know what the hell they voted for. And I won't let them forget it. They pretty much got us in this giant cesspool that we have to either wait four years to get out of or impeachment. Anyways, with no further delays, welcome to the J-Man Show here on G360 Radio. Everybody, it is good to be back on the J-Man Show. This is your host, Jay, of course. And we finally made it to episode 17. 20 is within our reach. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I can't wait until that happens in 2020. Because finally, we can get rid of this monster that lives in Washington, D.C. Ah, <sighs> Hopefully. Unless he done pretty much brainwashed the nation by that point. But, you know, we're on the road to greatness. What can I say? I know we are on this show anyway, so yep, finally made it to episode 17, and you know, considering that we had a minor delay, but you know, this time it was due to my other production duties, you know, I've been constructing other J360 products, and getting a strong line of shows ready for the fall season. Oh, don't worry, I'm still producing the J-Man show, I mean, you know, that's this is never gonna stop. <laughs> Even if I have to use, like, a can with a string to it. I will find a way. And regarding one of those shows for the fall, I'm trying to make it so that I can get plenty of other creatives and podcasters to make guest appearances too. Like, you know, you can be on this show too, but that one's going to be more open. And since I'm done constructing it, we'll just have to wait until September to see how it goes, okay? And I have given tidbits on what the project is, you know, by building it piece by piece on my Instagram. So for those of you that have been paying attention to my personal Instagram, you kind of know what I'm doing. And I've also messaged some of you because I am actually recruiting for the that show so I'm keeping it in mind and I'm keeping those of you in mind who actually know what the subject matter is so just in case as I go about producing it you know you'll probably get your shot in and for those that want to make an appearance on the J-Man show you know send me an email at j360productions at outlook.com and then we can go from there now if anything this week has been so much about tying up loose ends and getting stuff done that I've actually put the song of the days on hiatus at least for this week. Next week, I'm starting them back up. But, you know, I had to put them on hold so I can go ahead and try to get all of these loose-end projects that I want to get done and want to produce at least between now and 2018. You know, just get them out of the way because they need to be written. 
So, and I have done pretty well on that. So I'm able to go in ahead and focus more on this show. And, you know, in addition to my scholarly pursuits with my math exam and everything else. So I'm always busy, folks. But I respect the Legion enough to go ahead and give announcements. And I also know that, hey, I can't let you guys go dry for a week. After all, it already happened one time. I'm not going to let that happen again. Outside of that, though, we got to get into this because this is... Uh, you know how last episode I gave us a break from Trump Watch? Well, you see, it doubles onto itself. Not on, like, a week-to-week basis. It doubles up on itself, like, on a second basis when it comes to this man. Because he's so out of touch in his incompetence ink because it's not really an administration whatsoever they come up with lies all the time and all of those um how can i put it all of those well you can't really call them swamp monsters i mean all those snakes that he got up in there they have the so many of these outlandish agendas now it is so ridiculous like coming back into the trump watch is just it's damn near, it's it's like you know you want to scream but you can't You know what I'm saying? It's like, all this stuff is just so ridiculous. I mean, okay, so he was talking about making America great again, right? Promises made, promises kept. You mean a whole lot of lies, right? I don't see any promises being kept. What I see is somebody who came up into this position because he thought it would give him some more popularity, doing so much conflict of interest, practically breaking the law every day, doing some unconstitutional stuff and force-feeding people to understand that he's doing the right thing. No, I don't think so. I mean, what are you trying to do? Take away everything that works and going ahead and changing it over for your narrative, saying that this is my legacy by totally fucking up the country's economy again? And, you know, through other means, not through, like, you know, actually being diplomatic and being a figurehead for the country. Oh no, far from it. You know, you're going to go ahead and you're going to cut, you're going to cut meals on wheels and you're going to cut after school programs. Hello? You know, those things are pretty essential, especially if you're in an inner city, especially if you are an elderly person in an inner city or in like, Any of these communities out here who can't move around as much or can't go cook your food and everything else. So, you know, you don't have any living relatives to go on ahead and provide for you. Or you might have pissed off your relatives. I mean, let's be real here. Sometimes, you know, you can't satisfy the elderly like anything. But the thing is, you're going to go ahead and you're going to cut the meals on wheels. And some people can't even afford food and stuff. You know what I mean? That's a chance to combat hunger. I mean, is it a perfect system? No, but it's like this. A lot of the systems that we have here, they're not perfect anyway because they are ran by perfectly flawed people like you and me. And the thing is, is this. Some people fall through the cracks, but the thing about it is if you fall through the cracks and let yourself stay there, yeah, you'll be forgotten. But if you're able to pull yourself out of it, and that's another bullshit we'll get into too about Donald Trump and his whole the forgotten people. In the end, I think the forgotten people are the ones that are really busting their ass out there who aren't really getting any sort of praise whatsoever. I mean, it's good to get praise, but still, if you're doing your job, just do your job. You know what I mean? Some jobs that, you know, you, me, and the average Joes probably do, they will be jobs that we will never be loved for. 
but there are jobs that people take for granted. You know what a good example of that would be? Those that work in waste management. Because all the shit that lodges around here in these ecosystems and things, yeah, you don't want to hang out with the guy that does it, but you're thankful he's there, right? Think about it. Because I don't see a lot of y'all wanting to go and clean up your own shit, but this person that's out there doing it, whether it's male or female, you better give that person a bit of a, a bit of praise there for a little bit. Say, you know, I thank you for what you do. It doesn't hurt. Because let me tell you something. They're hauling your shit around and getting paid for it through your taxes, by the way, or through any sort of method it needs for them to get paid. And the thing about it is, they don't get paid as well as you think they do. They get paid manageable, but they don't get paid as well as you do. And whenever you think that life is not going your way, and you think that you are being treated like shit, think of those people who work in waste management. Think about them people that actually have to go through sewage day to day. I'm talking about the 45th retrograde again. Him and Incompetence Inc. are doing too damn much. You know, it's odd for me to say this about a president doing too much, but then again, he's not exactly presidential, is he? I mean, his uh, higher American by American, those 38 Trump licenses slash trademarks that he's getting from China and merchandise trademarks, oh, believe me, it's his name. It, the money's going to go to him. It could be coming in a form of back pay or whatever. You're probably going to say, Jay, his sons are in charge of it. Yeah, his sons are figureheads in charge of it. The money in the back pay is going to go to him. I'm sure of it. You know what I'm saying? And then, see, I've noticed that ever since he's been in power, there's been a lot of international Trump towers in certain countries, too. And he still wants to cut after-school programs, Meals on Wheels, and PBS. You know, I see like everybody wants to get rid of PBS. I mean, what what's wrong with PBS? Is it because people are actually learning something from PBS? Is it because, you know, some of the programs are actually culturally stimulating and informing, like, young minds and everything else, broadening young minds? Because that that's kind of what those things are. You know, the public broadcast system has never been on my shit list for anything throughout all of my life. Like, I'm always learning something new from it, so I think that should stay, but, you know, if you want to get rid of something like Bravo, go on ahead. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get rid of those shows. Get rid of those things that aren't essential. His conflict of interest is showing in a big way, though, because he claims about <laughs> the American carnage must stop, but here he is, gag-ordering everything, marketing through a thin veil to make significant cash flow through the efforts of his adult children, and he's ignoring the incident of him standing there with those Manila... F now, I know a lot of y'all are probably saying this, Jay, he's, he's not even part of that company anymore. He had all those Manila folders sitting out there, you know what I mean, with all sorts of documents in them. Let me tell you something. You gotta think about how old his foundation and his company is. If his company is that old... Those papers should be wrinkled and yellowed and everything. Documents should be dated. Every single one of those manila folders should have been dated. I have never seen a clean stack of organized papers in my life. As far as you know, we never saw any of those things open or whatever. He had that, some of that stuff was staged. Well, hell, I think a lot of this presidency was staged, to be honest with you, but... That whole thing with the manila folders and stuff, I want you to understand that, yes, it happened, and I want to understand this, it was bogus at best. Because he seemed to really, really care more about these hotels, the this um 
marketing that he's getting. Ivanka's clothing line is a part of that China trademark, by the way. Because apparently, that they can't just let these horrible ideas go. They have to go ahead and they have to keep throwing them at people until they cave in and accept it for what it is. I'm sorry, but I'm not letting that family and people that support this stuff off the hook that easily. If a clothing line doesn't sell, you get rid of it, right? Nordstrom wasn't wrong in getting rid of Ivanka's clothing line. But at the end of the damn day, Kellyanne Conway was, yeah, she's been wrong about a lot of things, but she just as wrong as ever going ahead and promoting the damn clothing line and stuff when she was on TV. Like I said, that conflict of interest is just... <laughs> ridiculous you know this man has an agenda and he's throwing up all these blinders as a way to throw us off the scent now as i'm muckraking and doing this show every week i get tired of digging through his shit because i know that there's bigger fish for me to fry but the thing is he tries so hard to be the big fish he's always in the radar any sort of thing dealing with him and his involvement with Russia, his alleged involvement with Russia, because we don't really know for sure, right? Even though all the signs point to that. But his alleged involvement in Russia, it's always something to come up and blind us away from it. Jeff Sessions having that conversation with the Russian ambassador, not once but twice, and then all of a sudden he starts bringing up Obama wiretapping Trump Tower. Why would Obama, who is finishing his job, actually go out of his way to wiretap Donald Trump like he's that special you understand what I'm saying why would why would Obama do that really think about this because you see while as we as a country are not exactly good friends with Vladimir Putin what why did this Obama wiretapping thing come up during the time when we were wondering if his administration has been in contact with Russia the whole time. You understand what I'm saying? Not only is it a blinder, it is a weak blinder. And the, the blinder is so weak that we all can see through it if we really pay at least half of attention to it. I mean, some of us want to carry on with our lives and we really don't want to pay that much attention because we got other stuff to do. I get that. And I'm getting tired of Sean Spicer being on my television lying to me every day about what this man is doing. He don't care about nothing. He's not a president of nobody except the rich. And even that's debatable. But going back to this, I think I know why. Because a lot of people, while they don't like Putin, and they don't like the idea of Russia doing a red dawn here to America right now, they can't stand President Obama. The man has been out of his job for at least three months, and they still hate this man. Still so angry about it. But then again, I'm not too surprised about that because you got some people who lived through the 70s and they're still mad at Jimmy Carter for some shit. Outrageous. This is just outrageous. You know, mention Obama to throw us off the scent, but he'll ban certain media that would keep him accountable. And he's preying on our fears to downsize our liberty and complete his agenda to promote our security. And I'm using quotes on security, by the way. Going into security, let, let's take a good look at that, right? Since Mexico isn't paying for the wall, hell, they went so far in English to tell us, fuck no, they're not paying for that wall. He's looking into essential needs for people in our country, aka the socialism side of our economy, as a way to recoup. You know, from healthcare to taxes to keep infrastructures like public schools together, unemployment and other social services to aid people. I'm not saying dependency, I'm saying aid people. He knows people are mad at these devices because you got some people who live off of them. But then again, you'll have to realize that some people are disabled, born disabled, have a different lifestyle than you do. But that's much later in the show when we get into that. But the thing is, he needs money to pay for this foolish idea. Any smart man would just shut that idea. You know, really think about it because it's been debunked so many times that that wall will not solve anything. But he is so adamant about this damn thing that he has to keep trying to sales pitch it to you one way or another. 
And I got to admit that for Trump, at least he's uh, resilient to do that. But it's resilient on some of the dumbest agendas I've ever seen in my life. You know, even at 30, I'm like, dude, building a wall is not going to help. And if you think there's a fence out there and they still manage to find a way to get around it, it's just wasting everybody's time and money. So he's going to go ahead and try to recoup first to get that down payment together because damn if he's using his own money. He's going to go ahead and shut down major things like after school programs and Meals on Wheels. And then he has a budget leader named Mitch Mulvaney who says, oh, we don't have the results that know that it's working. Bullshit. The Meals on Wheels program actually aids people that live in the inner city. You know, those that have, don't have the means or the money to go out there and buy food. Like I said earlier, it's not a perfect system, but here's, here's the thing. It aids, according to Washington Post, 2.4 million seniors from age 60 to 100 plus a year. It helps them improve their diet intake and it prevents nutrition risk. It also helps people stay out of costly nursing homes and provides a bit of independent living if they can't cook for themselves. Now, you, you know, I know this is hard for a lot of you people to understand. Well, I shouldn't say you people, but you know, this is my show. Deal with it. Everybody ages, okay? Despite popular opinion, despite how great advances in surgery are, everybody ages and ages differently. Take a good look at Donald Trump. He's 70 years old. Who the hell looks like that, right? <laughs> if any of us live through this nonsense, all right, and find that we don't know where our next meal is coming from, you can chalk that up to Trump's legacy. And now as for after-school programs, these help students learn additional skills. Let me tell you something. Young kids are going through a lot of hell right now. I mean, what with cutbacks here, cutbacks there, God knows what the hell they're teaching them because it seems like they're afraid to teach like America's dark side for some reason. As soon as I have kids, oh, they're going to learn everything. And they're also going to learn how to do analog stuff because you see some people can't read an analog clock and that is scary to me. Now, but going back into that, you want these kids to learn additional skills because it's not the same way as it used to be back in the day, you know? I mean, I've been saying that on the show for quite some time, but, you know, you can't take education for granted. You need art programs for them to exercise their creativity. You need them to go ahead and learn science and math so they know how to hypothesize well, and they can learn how to code and engineer. And then as they work with math, they already learn the higher levels of logic and critical thinking. And that's just to name a little bit of the stuff that they can benefit from this. Especially if some of them are going to learn how to speak different language. I mean, looking back, I never thought that even learning China was essential, but it is. You want to learn these different languages because everything is so integrated now. It is rigid, xenophobic people that do not understand that we live in a global economy. So all that higher American and buy American crap that he's selling around here, once again, it's not 1985, jackass. That's all I got to say. It's not the 80s anymore. Sure, we got Synthwave. And sure, we got people out here that are trying to be more alienation than need be. But let's be honest here. It is not the 80s anymore. This is the 21st century. This is where we should be looking into alternative fuel sources. We should have Chrome City and flying cars and all that kind of stuff. Well, then again, the Jetsons was a damn lie anyway. But, you know, the point is, is this. We should be having more advancement and we do have it but we keep messing ourselves up on the way and this is the guy that's supposed to be the leader of the free world it'll make you it'll make you think and not to mention this after school programs also help a lot of kids out there get in shape and meet people you know how we got a lot of people out here who have social problems and stuff damn it the hell i wish that you know 
they had after school programs for meeting people, you know, for, for me a lot. I'm sure they did. I just didn't go to them. But you know, the thing about it is I started developing my social skills on my own. It would have been a lot easier had I gone to one of those social events and, you know, really worked out my social problem. You see, but I don't have that shit no more. <laughs> I work and talk to everybody now because the thing about it is you ain't meant to go through life alone. Now, I know, you know, I know a lot of people try to say the loner lifestyle and stuff like that. Anytime you see somebody talking about the loner lifestyle and how it's benefit them, well, you know what? Just smile at them and nod, but also understand that that person is an asshole. That's not a role model right there. You want to be able to talk to anybody out here because you never know. Like a lot of persons have different skills than you do and you form a team that way. You're able to work together and build something for a common goal. And that's kind of the way you want to go about doing things. Donald Trump doesn't really have good social skills anyway, so there you go. And the thing is, obesity is a problem in this world. I mean, you know, a lot of us are trying to work out and get in shape and you kind of want the future to be in shape, don't you? So let them go ahead and go to these after-school programs that get them active. You know what I'm saying? They'll appreciate it better. You know, you're grooming the future. You take away these things and you're going to have, what did he say off of Animal House? Fat, drunk, and stupid is not a way to make it through life. Well, you're going to have some fat, stupid people and they're going to be a lot more on the lower scale than you think. It's going to be idiocracy after a while. It's going to be just like that movie. Remember when like... They had the buildings there that really needed some upkeep to them. And the best thing they had was duct tape and it still looked all to be damn a lot, along with the landscape and everything else. It seems like Donald Trump is trying to turn our world into that. I couldn't live in a world like that. A band-aid is not going to solve all of your health problems and duct tape is not going to solve your failing infrastructures. And damn, if you don't read and if you don't take the time to put effort into your education and set up your programs and stuff so your kids can actually develop and learn, you are really holding them back. And it will show in one way or another, and it's going to be a frightening existence. Because I know that I'm going to get older and whoever the nurse or whoever the nurse or family member takes care of me, and I realize that they're not together up there, I'll pull my damn plug myself. I know suicide's not the answer, but I'll be damned if I'm going to live a life that's not worth living. I'm sorry, you know, that, that this stuff of the Trump agenda is not helping anybody but Donald Trump. He wants to go ahead, he wants to prove all this stuff. Maybe it's an ego struck for him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. But at the end of the day, you know, you kind of want to maintain certain things. You want people who are elderly and can't fend for themselves to have the ability to have a good meal. You want kids and you want other people who really need to improve in certain areas to have after-school programs to go to. You get rid of them, I mean, yeah, you're going to have more problems in a little bit. If you really think about it, now this is debatable among some people, but crime kind of went down a little bit when Obama was in office. Kinda. Because you're always going to have them kind of people that go out there and do whatever the hell they want to do. I mean, crime's not going to go away. I don't know why the hell people think that it is. It's not going to go away. It's going to be as every bit of a part of life as trying to go out here and make a living. He Instead of raising up the outlook of different infrastructures in our country, he's going to go ahead, he's going to cut those essential pieces down, take the money from them, probably put it in that needless military budget increase, and fund that wall. You know, two things we don't need. Our military is already st- stock to the brim. Our military is great. Well, warmongering being a number one thing, I mean, after all, it seems like 
I said last time when people were playing football with our lives, this is the shit going on again. And we as the nation, we, we got to be like the home team here. And we got to go ahead and call them out on this stuff and be more accountable and speak our mind on this stuff. Because that's what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? But you got to educate yourself on the issue of these things. And you see, the thing is, Donald Trump doesn't want that sort of thing. And this is what happens when you elect a con man. Now, I think a lot of people forget the best criminals are the ones that wear suits. Nail a stereotype on somebody. But you see, we as human beings, we have an unfortunate thing called bias. And you see, when we're biased about something or anything, you know, we tend to follow that bias a lot. It's not saying that all men in suits are bad, but the thing is, is this, there's quite a lot of them and that they got dollar signs in their eyes. You can tell that's what they're all about. And you can tell that some people don't want to work. And you can tell that somebody is always trying to look for a slick way to take from you and gaslight you, make you doubt your own judgment to go ahead and follow their judgment and just trick you any chance they can. And that's called an enabler. And the thing is, Trump right now seems like a giant enabler for people. The federal budget is a joke right now. What with the many trips he takes on his snake peddling rallies, and the fact that the Secret Service is starting to run low on money and ask for, I think it was an 80 million increase. These are clear, and guess what? They were told no. These are the people that are risking their life to protect their life. And they were told no. This is just a sign of mass dysfunction. And I know a lot of you seniors out there who voted for Donald Trump are feeling the pinch. You're showing your regrets big time. And they're all on Trump regrets. Now, I could say that as a comedy joke, but I'm really not saying it as comedy right now. This is, this is real life. This is unfortunately the aspect of going for somebody who told you what you wanted to hear. And nobody really wants to be let known that they were kind, but it'll show itself. It all comes out in the wash. And believe me, the man has a lot of dirty laundry. If it's at a point where one of our own states takes the time to go from boycott to suing him, which Hawaii did, and a lot of people still say, still rallied up and try to say ban Hawaii, I'm like, no. Understand where they're coming from. Don't just be sold on a narrative like that. I think a lot of people are mad about Hawaii because, one, they've probably never been there, and two, because, you know, even if they do go there, they can't afford to even land there because Hawaii is expensive. But the thing about it is, though, it's still a state. It became a state through some very illicit means, and there is no joke about them wanting to secede the union, but the thing is, they're part of the union. You know, if you're about this country, you should be about all 50 states, no matter how backwater and racist they are. Just saying, but moving on. <laughs> now, what I want to say is this. The solution to the problem is when our government messes up, that's our time to step in. That's our time to come together and look at those communities and all of these programs out here that are nonprofit, we need to kick in. We need to go on ahead. We need to find a way to get some money going around. Hell, even volunteer and go on ahead and reach out to other people out there who don't have a problem donating and keeping certain areas open. It doesn't have to be bleak like the Terminator or Back to the Future's Part 2. You know what I'm saying? We can make this stuff better regardless of whoever's in that office. But first off, not depending on them too much. You know, there are things that 
the government helps me out with, you know, with Medicaid. And if I needed to go on food stamps, you know, I would like to know that that system was there. Lord knows I wouldn't stay on it for the rest of my life. Some people are actually brave enough to abuse the system because they know how to do it. The criteria is varies amongst people. Some people know how to work that system out. But if you're not one of those people and you're working hard and you're putting your money in, well, don't get mad at them about it. Just go on ahead and live within your means, like fund your stuff. You know what I mean? Have a cash box. Chip away out of your own money and put that in there and just keep doing that for a little while. You know, and you probably have your retirement fund right there or your grave fund right there. I mean, I got to start saving up for my grave. The point is, is this, you know, you got to be happy with what money you chip away and how you grow. You just plant that money tree and you keep growing it. And then after a while, you won't complain about how much money you done lost and all that stuff. I mean, I know it's hard for some people because some people like that thrill lifestyle. But when you go on ahead and you do a lifestyle where you're spending out more money than you get paid, you know, that, that repercussion came for you because you actually added to it. But going back into what I was saying earlier, it's like this. We have to kill the division that is in us first. And we need to go on ahead and try to improve these institutions that they're trying to shut down. We need to step in and get involved. And the thing is, there is always going to be opposition out there. But you never let that frighten you. You have to be tough and resilient too. Remember that your agenda, should you have one, if it's for the right reasons, has a place in this world too. I mean, we all forget that when the government messes up. We always have to poke fingers at them and everything else. I mean, no, you just look at it and say, you know what? Maybe I can do something better than you. Considering that we're people and that we have to go through these things every day, and we don't live in a false sense of reality like some of the people that are in our government, we could probably do a better job. Now, that's idealism. And, and I know, like, some people are so cynical, and they've read up on the cynicism of other people out here to the point where... You know, they build a foundation off of that. Now, the thing about it is that's cool and everything else. But if you can try to go on ahead and open up and change and really live to, you know, your core values and stuff and try to see how you can make your life more meaningful, if you feel as though you're down and out, like what can you make a change with, then try to make that change. Now, you see, I'm a filmmaker, a writer and a broadcaster. I like to say that maybe I can inspire and teach others to take charge. So I try to create something to aid in benefiting our world now because things are just flying off the handle. I like to have that optimism and that hopeful spot because, see, this shit happened in my prime. But when I get older and it's time for me to retire, you know, there are people out there in the future that could use a little bit of direction. So maybe I can provide that for them. You never know. Maybe they'll find archives of this show and say, hey, you know what? That crazy motherfucker was probably right. Oh, by the way, the uh, Republican Senate voted for internet browsing privacy to uh, be shared by internet providers like Comcast to make money and ad revenue. So if you ever find that your browsing history has been shared out out there with everybody else, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and thank the Republican Senate you voted for. (laughs) It's a mess. I mean, it was a 50 to 48 vote. You know what I mean? But, you know, if they are making money off of you 10 times over, and they don't have to tell you about it, by the way, this is the reason why. It was a bill that went through when all these blinders were up. Like, you know, the thing about it is I know healthcare is a bit of a problem. They're voting for it today. So if this episode comes up late, you know, just let me know that they voted for it. But the thing is, is this. 
Now that we have this shit going on and they can make money off of you five times over, this is why. This is what you voted for, you know. For those of you that were unaware and one of them things that even I had to delay the show to catch up on. That's just unbelievable. And it's running through the house right now, so God knows what'll happen. Now, you see, the thing about it is is that this isn't just a Trump watch. Um, this isn't a Trump watch episode. This is pretty much a, what I, what I could say, state of the week episode, I guess. How about this? We'll just call it the state of unreal. Now, with that said, I, I gotta say this, though. You all know, after 16 episodes of me doing this series, I can't blindly follow this foolishness without questioning it and standing against what I know is wrong. I've noticed that even beyond tolerance, that there are people that can't handle the concept of other people having opinions. All walks of life are out here in this world, and they have been there throughout all phases of America. Hell, all phases of life, really. Because there are a bunch of other countries that go through this a lot worse than we do. Well, used to. Used to. You're going to have to understand as you go out here and you try to make your living that some people go through life a lot easier than others. More have challenges and then there's a special lot like myself who go through hell. Life is not fair. And it is okay to speak because we all need an outlet. Like I get tired of little things like popular opinion trying to beat down the right statements. I get tired of things such as, you know, political correctness trying to destroy comedy and self-expression. I get tired of things like, oh, all of a sudden somebody is so triggered, now you got to change your point of view, you know, for other people. I, I get tired of those things. You know, from what I see, that anything that counters the general view of something, like the 45th retrograde is doing a great job when we all know he isn't, will send people into an uproar. And I have to ask, why? You know, if you're walking around here praising this man for what he benefits for your life, well, guess what? You are bound to meet somebody who's not feeling the love and isn't sold on your worldview. Now, that's a hard concept for people to grasp on, and you would think that there would be lines for a good debate on it. However, somebody will say this, in regards to a scenario like that with a vague statement such as this. If you don't like it, leave it. Well, my response is wrong. Fuck you. You see, you might think just because I don't agree with the government's momentum right now, it makes me unpatriotic. No, far from it. I love my country. But I'm not blind to where I don't know about red tape, railroading, backdoor politics, and the government is run by perfectly flawed individuals like you and me. I also know that not every cop is racist and not every minority is about their race. I know that for this country to have gained independence throughout all of its years, even during the dark times, its people had to take on a form of defiance. And rioting was only a last resort. You know, you claim to love independence, yet you can't handle that style of thinking. Now... I've been tired, unemployed, conned, and censored while having to file for taxes. You know, as I am responsible and I am a born American citizen. So, as I speak against all this shit that's going on, that just makes me as American as you. And if you can't handle it, you back the hell off. Because I'm exercising my rights just like you, and you need to adjust. It's just the other side of the argument. No, I'm not happy with what the government's doing lately.
you might be pro-American or that's what y'all call yourselves. I think you're just pro for whatever. I'm about the flag too, but I know we can make improvements other ways. And by destroying certain structures, it's because a president of a different race was in the White House for the last eight years and he did things that, you know, that was to help people go ahead and have a strong foundation to go into living their lives with and you didn't care for it or you felt like you were forgotten or you felt like you were just never part of that party because of something wrong with your way of coping and going through life, that's your problem. But yeah, I'm definitely about the American life and I will have to stay here now because you done said some bullshit like that. You see what I'm saying? When you're a natural born citizen, why should I leave my home just because all of a sudden I said something you didn't agree with? Think about that shit. You can't censor nobody just because of that. You don't like it, leave it. No, fuck you. Why don't you take this message and learn something? I'm not saying change your view, but understand my view. A lot of you out there, possibly in my fan base, don't agree with me in everything, and that's fine. You see, I have to carry on, pay bills, and eventually die in my grave. You need to check your personal feelings in life, especially when you walk out there in the public, and understand that not everyone shares your worldview. Okay, so let's go on ahead into some of these things for me, alright? For example, I like the Star Wars prequels. I like the Thor Solo movies. I love Conan the Destroyer. And I am a diehard Philadelphia 76ers fan. You know the 76ers, right? The team that hasn't won an NBA championship since 1983 when I wasn't on Earth. I like Batman and Superman equally and wouldn't care who could beat who. Sonic Spinball is a pretty good game and so is Sonic Unleashed. I like Final Fantasy IX and Final Fantasy IV better than Final Fantasy VII. And Age of Ultron, while rushed, wasn't the worst Avengers movie. And by the way, gravity exists and Earth isn't flat. Okay? So when you run around with all these crazy worldviews and narratives and stuff like that, and you meet somebody out here who is against all that basically because they have facts and take value in their education and know that some of that stuff is wrong i mean you're allowed to speak i'm not going to tell you to go ahead and shut the hell up but i'm gonna go ahead and say this there's something about that that's very off base and i'm just gonna say you know i don't agree with it and i'm gonna go about my way but if you're gonna go ahead and have a problem with it try to censor me on that issue no it's not gonna happen we're gonna have a debate we're gonna talk about it and the thing about it is we'll talk about it live if need be because you cannot do that sort of thing to people like that. It's not the American way. We all have that First Amendment. It wasn't picked just for select people. Maybe at one time it kind of was. But you see, as certain repeals came to the Constitution, things have changed. Opens for everybody. And when you do open your mouth, and when you do speak, make sure that you can pay the cost behind it in full. Because the repercussions that come when you open your mouth and you say all that crazy wild stuff, it can come back tenfold. Like some of them things that you think that you're sure of, but you know you're not sure of. You know, when you go on ahead and you just dig deep and you libel or you slander somebody, when you really don't know what they're up to and stuff, and you try to paint them as a bad guy, that stuff's going to come back to you. Things turn around. And you, and you know something? We are all, all equal opportunity for that karma and that boomerang. And the thing is, is this. The boomerang will hit you in the back of the head and karma will hit you right in your jolly parts. And that's when it takes you down. I'm just as much as an American as you are. I just talk about the other side of the track. 
Like for those of those people who complain about socialism, okay. Well, you know what? What happens to you when you get hurt on the job and there's no way you can do the same old thing that you do anymore? You kind of want your health care, don't you? You kind of want those meals on wheels. You kind of want, you know, after school programs for your kids and stuff like that so they can go on ahead and learn something more than you did. So that they can go ahead and make, you know, your gene pool, your family line a lot better than you ever did because you want your kids to do a little bit more and provide something that, you know, that you probably couldn't do at the time, but it's more open and accessible for them. You probably would want them to be able to vote for a reasonable leader instead of just a leader who just flies off the handle and says what he wants. You know, you probably would want something better than what you've had. And by going ahead and getting rid of it now, you don't realize that this is the present time when you're supposed to make stuff happen. But your future is going to be what comes after. What is the repercussion? What's the cost of it? And your past should be something to make you learn to not repeat stupid stuff. And by making stupid choices, you know, and not learning from those dumb choices, you're doomed to repeat it. And you see, like, people who have a hard time understanding this, sure, they got their worldview about it, and they think that by silencing somebody else's worldview, it keeps their bubble in check. Well, here's the thing. Everybody needs to pop their damn bubble and really pay attention to what's going on before we really get in trouble. And the thing about it is, it's not too far off, so you got to really pay attention to what's going on. That's why I don't care for popular opinion. That's why independent thinking needs to make a comeback, and that's why common sense needs to be a much-value attribute. Because you can't just do all this kind of stuff. You can't just run up and say, if you don't like it, leave. Why should I leave? I don't need to leave. I'm going to stay right here and do what I need to do. I didn't vote for him, but you know what? I at least went out and voted. And while employed, I still look for a job. So at the end of the damn day, it's like, you know, those people that you talk about and you try to have in your jaded worldview on things, you ain't talking about my ass. And you ain't talking about any other hard-working American that's out here doing what they got to do. Because as they stand here and as they speak, they're not just speaking in terms of themselves and just in this present time. They're speaking about what's going to follow from all of this tomfoolery and people not being accountable. Oh, and remember this. If you do use your right to speak, make sure you pay the cost in full. Because you're already paying buckets of it in the other way by letting the world tell you what to do. But that's enough for episode 17 of the J-Man Show this week. Alright, and since I got the loose ends out of the way, I'll be starting up the songs of the days again, starting next Monday. Episode 18 will be coming soon by Wednesday at 7pm. And no, this isn't a joke, I'm not gonna delay it or anything. Because guess what, I had the layout right here for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Told y'all I had the plans for it as soon as I had 17 together. But outside of all that though, this is Jay signing off. I want you all to take care of yourselves, and I'll see you later. Peace.